Thanks for joining us. Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Welcome to the podcast. You are now tuned in to this episode of our podcast. Today we are going to interview some of the greatest and most influential minds in our field. And now, please welcome your host. You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. Welcome back to the program. I'm Zev Brenner. People for years have been talking to me, and we've had quite a few programs about Notori Carter. They're an anti-Israel Zionist group that shows up at every rally. They support the Palestinians. They support Hamas. They've gone to Iran. They were recently in Iran, too. They were there at a Holocaust denying conference, one on Gaza, every enemy of Israel they're with. So the question is, are they Jewish or not? Because they look like Jews, they daven, but on Shabbos they're demonstrating with anarchists against Israel, against the United States. Are they Jewish? Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson joined us. He's a popular lecture educator. He's a former choser for the Lubavitcher Rebbe, former editor of the Algemeiner Journal. And Jake Turks is a senior White House correspondent for AMI Magazine, a political contributor for Newsmax. Thank you for joining us. So... Good luck. Thank you, Rebzev. Good luck. Nice to be back on your show again. Good to have you both of you back. So let me begin with you, Thank Rabbi. You. Thank you too, Jake. I know Jake also I, been I'm, on Rebbe. Go ahead, I'm, I'm, surround, I'm surrounded by my heroes. This is, <laughs> this is the greatest uh, Shabbos of a very long time. So. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So good to have a frank discussion because I saw Rabbi Y.Y. Jacob, you pretty much were on record saying that the Knutturi Carter, those anti-Zionist small fringe group, which small numbers. I People keep asking me all Shabbos, how many are there? I said maybe they're in the hundred, maybe a thousand or two around the world. Not a big number, but they make a lot of noise. But you, Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, recently said they're not Jews. So tell us exactly what you meant. What's it all about? Yeah, listen, I, uh, <laughs> I'm i not a prophet, and I'm not the son of a prophet. You know my father? He was a journalist, not a prophet. <laughs> And I'm also not a prophet. I don't have Ruach HaKadosh, so I cannot say, uh, you know, I don't know about somebody's lineage. What I was trying to express was more than anything else, emotional and visceral pain that is just unfathomable for me that a Jew should do such things. It's hard for me. So I was asking an emotional question, you know, like it's hard for me. Something is off. Like I'm just thinking about a Jew, you know, marching with the Nazis, a Jew marching with Hitler with Eichmann, with Mengele. Remember, these Hamasniks, if they would have it their way, they would do this mini-Holocaust every single day of the year until 6.6 million Jews in Israel, God forbid, would lay lifeless. You're talking about people who would, their greatest Simchas Torah, their greatest glee in life would be to murder every single Jew. So no matter what a person's ideological perspectives about this element of Israel, that element of Israel, it's just, it's mind-staggering to me. And it shocks me, and it really pains me to the core that a Jew who puts on tefillin and considers himself a Jew should be able to march literally with the Nazis of our days who want to chop over the head of every single Jew and every single Jewish child. And that's what I was expressing. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. Cause... I cannot give a verdict, but I cannot give a verdict about somebody's blood or genealogy. I guess research could be done, but... The, you know, I wouldn't, I don't have the authority. But aren't you referring to, Rabbi Jacobson, that we have an expression of Rachmanim B'nai Rachmanim, we're compassion, yeah. people of compassion. If somebody is going ahead and 
kissing people who want to shoot, and not only want to have shot and killed and maimed and tortured us. So there's and, a question and, if they're and, mut and mut mutilate and burn. Up. I'm not even going to discuss the you know, the New York Times recently reported this is the New York Times about some of the you know violations of women that was done on October seventh. After three months of New York Times investigating, now you don't understand the New York Times does not exaggerate to the side of Israel. Not at all. It, it literally takes us back to 1648. I don't know if you ever read, there's a book called Yavam Mitsula by Reb Nossin Hanover. He witnessed the 1648 massacres by Bogdan Polanetsky. 1648, 1649, where hundreds of thousands of Jews in Poland and Ukraine were not just massacred, but in the most barbaric and sadistic way. I felt like, and I, I read these books as a child constantly. But it was like a thing of the past. But this was literally a throwback to 1648 and 1649. It's unfathomable, unfathomable. And this is if it would happen to anybody, if it would happen to Hindus or Buddhists or blacks or Chinese, especially to children, there's this universal companion. So happening to your brothers and sisters, your brothers and sisters, literally your family, and to be able to kiss on the cheek these types of people is just unfathomable to me. I, I just don't get it. So how, how could you call yourself a Jew? And never mind a religious Jew, where the whole basis of Yiddishkeit is Avas Yisrael. Hillel was also a religious Jew. And Hillel said in Tractate Shabbos, page 31, that the basis of all of Judaism is loving and being kind to another human being. What you dislike to be done to, that's the whole Torah. Everything else is commentary. If that's missing, and especially not just missing, but the exact opposite, to join forces with the most cruel, evil, sadistic, barbaric despots in human history. I, I just I can't wrap my brain around it. How can a Jew do such a thing? So, Jake, exactly. listen, go ahead, yeah. Jake. And I have to say, we have on the other extreme, too. Jews who are not dressed like the notorious character, Jews who are outright secularists, who also support Hamas and call Gaza the greatest concentration camp created by Israel, and compare Hamas to the Warsaw Ghetto, Warsaw Ghetto Jews doing an uprising. I also heard this from Jews, unfathomable to me as well, but at least they don't speak in the name of Torah. They speak in the name of far, far extreme leftist radical ideology, which is also sickening. And it's some sickness or trauma that some Jews have. But a Jew with a beard goes to the mikveh, puts on tefillin, what a disgrace to us. What a disgrace. Go ahead, Jake. You were going to oh, say something. Uh, sure. Um, first of all, I just want to be very clear that um, there's some kind of a pace malfunction here as a result of the uh, lighting. I, I, my pace are still low, like down full here, but sometimes it doesn't show up on the green screen. So if anybody watching, um, you don't have to get too uh, nervous. And you want to um, watch us on YouTube. Uh, we're on YouTube live as we're talking right now. We're watching the live stream, right. Um, first of all, it's quite fathomable. I mean, it's gullus for them too. We're all struggling to try to make sense of the Iqbasid Mashiach Hassan. Some people have a uh, different way of expressing it than we do. Um, I, I would like to, um, I'd like to quote a, a very of individual, a Rav, Lubavitcher uh, Chassid actually. And I would like to get Rabbi uh, Jacobson's take on this particular quote. He says, the Jewish people need to love each other. Love, love, love. We need to bring back that beautiful thing called Ahava. If you don't believe me, ask Hamas. And then he goes on to say how Hamas didn't differentiate between 
how, how religious a Jew was, what their levels of, of observance were. First of all, what are your thoughts about this quote? And would you, would you say that this extends to Nitori Karta as well? The, the, the mitzvah that, to love them, to love people that might not always be easy to love. I'll tell you, I think I said, I think in the, 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 the talk that I gave that went viral, I think at the end I said that I can have compassion for them, but their views are lethal and poisonous because you're dealing about an issue of pikuach nefesh. In other words, I understand that people's traumas and people's indoctrination and brainwashing and sometimes are misguided brings them to have views that are very, very painful. But I have to say that certain views must not be tolerated because the price for those views is putting lives in danger. So I think we have to make a very, very clear distinction. Some views are simply dangerous. Supporting Stalin, which many Jews did, my parents and grandparents came from Soviet Russia. Millions of Jews supported Joseph Stalin, Lenin. Trotsky himself was Jewish. It turned into the greatest hell of modern history. So we have to be very, very careful because some views are just, they are so toxic. They're simply dangerous. And I think part of being allergic to evil and obsessed by good is to be able to make hamavdil, to be able to make distinctions and say, this is a voice of destruction. This is a voice of poison. This is not a personal vendetta against any individual. I think this is very critical, especially in a time like today, when we speak about Avicisrael, when we speak about unity, but there must be based on an underlying common denominator that you and I care for Jewish life. We love our people. We love our nation. We may have arguments. We all have arguments. Let's face it. <laughs> we have many differences of opinion. I think when we cross a certain red line to be able to visit the mullahs, the ayatollahs in Iran, to be able to smile and take photographs with people who want to see, who promise that the whole Israel will be annihilated in one day, literally quoting Haman in the Megillah, and not in one day, with nuclear energy in one second. They would love to see seven million Jews lay lifeless. So I think every fiber in our being needs to be outraged by those views that are just horrific and poisonous. Isn't there a pussy, Robert That's Jackson? Isn't there a pussy that, you, that those that hate God, you're supposed to hate? Um, I can't remember the exact Sam, That's it. We say it every Friday night. Does that apply to Naturi Karta? I think there's a point. There's a point. You know, the word hatred has become a very bad word in our vocabulary in the 21st century. And everybody who knows me, I'm sometimes guilty of that. You know, people say, oh, Rabbi Wai Wai, love, 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 love. <laughs> yeah, by the but way, that, think... quote, that quote that I said before was, was from you. You said that in, the, in that same uh, Russia. I'm honored. <laughs> well, bringing back the beautiful thing called, called the Hava, which I, I don't think means loving people that we already love, right? That's not a Chiddush. Loving people that we have a lot of common ground with, loving people that we daven in the same shul as, we eat by the same Kedeshim, I don't think that is the mitzvah, right? The mitzvah of Kashrus is, is not when it's easy, it's when it's hard. The mitzvah of Shabbos is not when it's easy, it's when it's hard. Isn't the mitzvah of Ahava also dafka when it's hard? Isn't, aren't the people who we are the most inclined to hate the ones that we need to love the most or to work the hardest to try to love? Yeah, so it's wonderful to say that the inner soul of Naturia Karta, they have, if they're Jewish and they have a Jewish soul and you want why, to love why that. Would, wait, wait, why would you say if they're Jewish? Forget the, forget the thousand or hundreds, however many there are. They have relatives. They're from relatives that, that are not doing what they're doing. And 
And when someone is mighty laws on whether they're Jewish, what does it say about all their relatives? I, I don't think this is a very pushy thing to just say speculatively, because we we feel that their hashkafas are crumbs. But let me ask you this, Jake: Are they acting if Jewish? One of the worst sins of being a Jew is attacking the land. We serve the golden calf, and God forgave us. When Jews spoke badly about the land, they were they received a death sentence from God. Correct. So that one of the worst sins you do is against Eretz Yisrael, against Israel. And here they're not only going against Israel, they're siding with people who have Jewish bloods on them. How could you kiss somebody? Can you imagine kissing Hitler and saying what a great person he is? And, and, and this is what That's they're doing. That's their equivalent. And by the, way, by the way, you'd be surprised. There were Jews who supported Hitler, and there were two camps of Jews that supported Hitler. There were from Jews who said, hey, listen, we're, we're totally on board with you guys. That was 1934 to 1935. Hitler in 1945. Well, we I, don't know if were, I don't know how many people were around to, to even like ask this question. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, no, 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 I, I get it. I get it. But, but here's a question. When you, like, what is your impression? Of I, am shocked, I am shocked that you're not as outraged as I am. I'm quite shocked. I'm, I'm, first of all, let, say that. I'm, I'm more than I'm outraged. I'm pained. But this is not, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm turning, I'm turning to you, Rev. Jacobson. If you could help me understand what my responsibility as a firm is is with regards to loving someone who, quite frankly, let's just say I feel very triggered by it, right? Do, do, listen, I, do I not have We all feel triggered problem? by people. We all, you may be triggered by me. I may be triggered by you. We're triggered by our friends and neighbors, spouses and kids. And that's part of Avedis Hashem, to work through our middas. But this is not about being triggered, my dearest friend. This is not about being triggered because I'm traumatized or you're traumatized or because we have big egos or because we have small egos or because we have too much confidence or too little confidence or because I'm too selfish or I'm not selfish and I got to work through my middas. That's the avoid of all of us every single day with our spouses and our children and our friends and our family and our neighbors and our partners and strangers. Yes, I'm with you. That's avoid the Hashem. To work on our egos and to open ourselves up to diversity and to tolerate other people and to realize life is not about egotism, it's about oneness and connection. And, and what did Al Rebbe say? And what did Alter Rebbe say about loving someone who tried to kill him, who literally tried to kill him? Not who was hugging someone who tried to kill him, who literally tried to kill him. What did he say about loving that person? But not for so the Alter Rebbe and Tanya Periklamid base addresses this and he speaks about two situations. It says in Tanya, there's two is a very good question. There are, there, are, there are people, the Rebbe says, that it's a mitzvah to hate. And even then, he said, it's not so simple. You have to realize if it was, you know, he gives all the conditions. Chavetz Chaim discusses it. We're not going to get it. And he says that even then, you have to know they have a neshama. And therefore, you could still hate the evil, but love the soul and have rachmanis on the fact that the soul is an exile. Right? And then the Rebbe says, but v'loi omar David ha-melech alav ha-shalom there are those Jews that are so, so dangerous that over there you have to be very careful when you speak about love. Now, to put somebody in that category, I'm not in that authority, but I want to say this. Even if I'm going to love a soul and I know how much their souls are in exile, you have to realize that if that love can be translated by anybody as some form of hatred, for views that are literally pikuach nefesh mamish, pikuach nefesh mamish, I become an accomplice of Shvitas Dhamma. So we have to be very, very, very careful and sensitive to make that absolute demarcation. 
that okay. some people's views, the views are evil, evil, horrific, horrific. They represent the worst of humanity, that our entire nation was created to eradicate this from the world, this type of thinking, this type of evil. See, okay. Rabbi, so Rabbi, that's my feeling. That's my so feeling. Rabbi, Rabbi Cook, when Rabbi Amram Blau was, the, I believe, the founder of Naturi Kart who lived in Israel, and he demonstrated against, I think it was either when the state began or right before the state, I'm not sure when the story took place, and they were in prison, and Rabbi Cook went to try to take them out of prison, and, and Rabbi Amram Blau turned his back, and all the Naturi Kart said, is forbidden to look at the face of an evil person. So the Esra of Cook, like, like, why are you bothering you know, to want to get him out? And he said he has love for them. But that was before they got involved in embracing the enemy. Here's the problem, Jay. It, period of Amram Blau was a Jew who was a Yerei Shemayim. Right, and he would never, I don't think he would have demonstrated with Hamas. I'll tell you, and I'll tell you, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, right, Lubavitcher and Arab Amram Bloy had a lot of correspondence, even though, as you know, their views and relationships with secular Jews in Israel was quite different. The Rebbe would meet prime ministers, and the Rebbe would meet presidents, Shazar, the third president of Israel, would come to 770 very often, because the Rebbe felt, even though Chabad history and Zionism is very complicated, but the Rebbe felt that influencing the leadership in Israel will directly result in enhancing the spiritual and physical lives of Jews in Eretz Yisrael. So there was a relationship because there was respect. There was respect. We, we, want, we, want, we love our people. We love our brothers. We love our sisters. We want them safe. We want them secure. Yes, there are arguments, there are debates, there are disputations, but there was an underlying loyalty for, for us, Hitler, can I be down the cusp for a second? Go ahead. I know this is not a very popular position to be taking, but no but, but I still I, I believe I believe that we should at least try to have an open dialogue about this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and and Zev, thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate and both of you coming you. on. Absolutely, absolutely. I love I love coming on. Um here's here's my, my cosmos. First of all. You're talking about their their sheetas. I mean, let, let's maybe maybe we should try. I don't know the sheetas very well, but I think I have like a uh, maybe I'm a level one in understanding what the sheetas are. But you mentioned that they their views are dangerous, right? So I'm going to ask one question, then I'm I'm going to make a statement, then I'm going to let you respond. First, my my first question is, what do you think they were doing on October seventh? Do you do you believe that they were celebrating, or do you believe that they were that they were devastated and 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 crushed and saying, "Oh, if only the Yidden listened to us and left their Israel, all of these things wouldn't have happened." Not, not that that's a realistic position, but do you really feel that they're happy when Yidden are getting are getting killed, or are they very pained, and that's what's driving them to to double down on shitas that they've been born born into, grandfathered into? That they they can't re they don't feel like they have the authority to say that my my zaydis were wrong and and now we're going to uh, change our view of the Torah, but that's that's one thing. The the, the um the statement I want to make is talking about um, ritzicha. Let's say, see, for someone living in Brooklyn or or in, in Lakewood, it's a position that I, I understand and makes sense for them. But for someone like me, who I spend almost every week I'm in Washington. I cannot don't see a frumid outside uh, outside uh, uh, when I'm davening, right? And I have to pass these people, these the protesters, the the, the pro-Palestinian protesters, not not the notorious character. They're not there every day, but I have to pass them on the way to the White House. 
And now let's say they look at me and they say, you know what? I would love to beat up this Jew, but on the off chance that maybe he's going to turn Catholic, eh, I'm just going to leave him alone. I mean, does, doesn't it happen that from Jews are in places where an Arab, an Arab or, or a pro-Palestinian whatever would say, oh, I hate this guy, I want to beat him up. But because he feels this this connection with the third character, now he won't. So who who really is to say that what they're doing? And is Hamas consulting with them? Would the October 7th attack look any different if Natura Carta wasn't doing what they're doing? So in what way are they contributing to, to Ritzicha? And I guess the second question is, could a case be made that maybe it's uh, maybe it's not completely um, uh, evil what they're doing? Maybe there is some kind of a of a of a benefit to some people. And then the 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 third question about okay, you know what? Let's let's just stick with these two. I have what to say. One, I'll let you respond, and I'll we'll break. But go ahead, Rabbi Y Y Jacobson. So let me let me just say this. First of all. I doubt that anybody who hates Jews looks, oh, that's a notary cartonic. Just the opposite. There have been cases of notary cartonic that have been stoned. I had Heinz Free Friedman, who, because of this broadcast, was thrown out of notary cartonic because he, he went against uh, Rabbi Weiss. And by the way, we invited, I tried to get hold of Rabbi Yisrael Weiss, the head of notary cartonic. Last time he said, I'm too Zionist to appear on the show. He actually called the show when it had Heinz Free Friedman not to attack me, but to attack him, a renegade notary cartonic, for appearing on the show. But here's the thing, though. They threw stones in the Turi Karta. And the problem is not that people say, there's a Turi Karta, and we're not going to beat up that Hasidic-looking Jew. The problem is, is that the Iranians, Hamas, can say, we don't hate Jews. We love Jews. Look at, look at the Turi Karta. We kiss them. We love them. They're on our side. And do they give support to those when people quite, Listen, most Americans don't know all the intricacies of what's happening. The, a professor we had on a couple of weeks ago did a report... When they say from the river to the sea, they don't know which river, which sea. Some of them even thought Yasser Arafat was the president of Israel. They have no knowledge of what's going on. So when they say Jews, and when, they, when you have these other Jews protesting, okay, they don't look, you know, this part. But you have Hollywood casting. You have Naturi Carter wearing, you know, the black coats and the hats and the payas and the wearing the, the, the Hamas keffiyeh. And they say, look, you know, maybe there's something to, true to what the Hamas is saying. Look at them. They're, and by the way, Naturi Carter didn't come out and saying we feel anguished by the killings of our brothers and sisters. They never said that. They kept saying it's the Zionist fault, it's the Zionist fault, and we're against these Zionists, we're pro we're pro Hamas, we want ceasefire. That's all you hear from them. You don't hear anything to saying anything about those that were killed. Where's the compassion for the twelve hundred people massacred on Simcha's Torah? Or the hundreds of Israeli soldiers killed since, you won't hear a word out of them. I haven't seen anything out of it, but I've heard other stuff and the other demonstrations where they've they've really giving aid and comfort to the enemies of the Jewish people. There's I don't know if there's anything to disagree with, Zev. I, I think we're we're all on the same page over here. I'm just trying to understand what is my responsibility as a Frumid who has this uh and uh, and like, like, how am I supposed to? Uh, how, how am I supposed to approach this? Yeah, we'll we'll pick up on that theme, and we're looking at Naturi Karta. Are they really Jews, considering their conduct? They they may look like Jews, but their conduct is certainly un-Jewish. I think we can all agree about that. Rabbi Y. Y. Jacobson is a popular lecturer, author. Uh, he was a choser for the Rebbe. He Lubavitch Rebbe. He would memorize a lot of the talks that he had. Jake Turks is with us as well. 
longtime guest, is senior White House correspondent, Family Magazine, and political contributor for Newsmax. We're going to be right back. Don't go away. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Alan Dershowitz. One of the most important Jewish institutions in the world today is Talkline with Zeb Brana. He is so smart and he is so innovative and he has so many interesting guests. I don't know what Yiddishkeit, I don't know what New York, I don't know what the world would do without Zev. So Zev, Yashikoch, may you go from strength to strength and keep keep informing us and educating us and keep fighting for Jewish values. You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. And now, here's your host. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay, we're back. Rabbi Y.Y. Y. Jacobson is our guest. He is a popular lecturer, author. He was with the Algemeiner Journal, was the Chose for Lubavitcher Rebbe. And Jake Turks is with us, a senior White House correspondent for Ami Magazine and political contributor for Newsmax. Let's squeeze in one phone call before I get some more of your questions. Let's go to Arya and Flappers. you have a question or comment? Go ahead, Arya. Yeah, I have a, I have a question. First of all, uh, I think we're skipping a big step here, okay? We, we, you don't just judge people starting with their actions, okay? Because then you're biased by also by superficial things such as their lavush, okay? Um, now, the, 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 the issue is I once heard, okay, that somebody told me that uh, Nukuri Karta emanates from Satva, okay? So now, so now you're going to make a big stink and say, oh, we can't judge Satva. Well, well listen, no, I'm not on, judging anybody. Satva Rebbe was opposed to the Torah Rebbe Oli. That's what I'm just trying to – Okay. Uh, listen, okay, let me go on, okay? I don't care what somebody says they're opposed, they're not opposed. Listen, they have all the, everybody has their cheshbonis. The issue is Torah here, okay? Now – uh, I'm going to defer to Yossi because he's the scholar here, okay? The Rambam says – I have a legitimate question. The Rambam uh, says that uh, – uh, he says two things. He says the base of Mikdash, when Mashiach comes, is going to come from the sky. But he also says that Mashiach is a process, okay? These people, these are Torah Karthas and a lot of Hasidim in general, they believe only in the first one, that Mashiach is going to come from the sky. It's not a process, okay? So the point of the matter is, um, Lubavitcher Rebbe didn't dwell on this issue. He just had an answer. He said, Evid, everything God does is meant to be. We have to deal, we have to move on and accept everything that God does. These what's people don't. What's so question? my question is, their hatred is if their hatred is arising out of a false shita. I don't care if you inculcate uh, a million them in the same thing. Yeah. So that, my question is, Listen, is it trade I think, I to think begin in with? in the Jewish world we can debate shittis, and it's important to debate shittis, and it's legitimate. Bottom line is, you're talking about people who cross a certain border, the certain red lines you cross. You know, like in a marriage, husbands and wives can have different opinions, but then there's a point of betrayal. <laughs> when you invite somebody into the house to murder your wife or your husband, or you support the murderer of your children or your spouse, this is something that... Uh, is, is simply is simply unacceptable under, from any perspective, unless we you're lose absolutely, you're at, our no, you're last sense right. of humanity and civilization and, 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 and mental right and the basis of everything. Like, <laughs> no, you're trying to determine whether they're Jewish. I'm saying if they I, mean, if the I don't know. Rises... I, I, this wasn't a science. Forgive me. I, and, and I apologize. This was not a scientific a genealogical, divine, prophetic statement. I don't profess such knowledge at all. 
It was my visceral expression of really being an unbelievable to me. That's it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You know, Jake said before that sometimes he may feel safer because of it. You know, <laughs> it was painful for me to hear it also from you, Reb Jake. I'm sure you mean well, but then, you know, I have a better idea for some of us, you know. No, no, no. Maybe what if, if I what want if, to feel safe at these demonstrations. I what if that was said hypothetically? <laughs> Let, let's assume that was said hypothetically. That's not. That even even hypothetically, is this how we want to feel safe? By I could put on a sign on my chest and say, I love Hamas, and then I'll be safe in every demonstration. <laughs> no, but look. Right. I'm going to sell my soul, my people. To the devils of evil, that's how I'm going to feel safe. No, no, you know, no, there no, were no. those they, Jews who said they have a great no. solution for anti Semitism. You know what it was? You know what it was? We all convert to Christianity, <laughs> or we all die, or we all assimilate. We're not Jewish anymore. Isn't that we a great tried, We tried that in Spain, it didn't work either. Listen, <laughs> so why don't we all support Hamas and then we'll all no, 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 look, look, look. have a good idea? Let's the, all move the caller, to the caller has no, no, no. Look, the call, I think the caller made a very good point. I don't know if this is the point he was trying to make, but. Nuturi Karta believes that the the big thing that's holding back the Geula is the fact that we are in Eretz right now with a secular state. I'm not saying that I uh, I believe this. I'm just saying this is their belief. They believe that every day that the Israeli government is in power is another day that Mashiach is not coming. They want to bring Mashiach. They want Mashiach to come just as much as, as any of us. And if Hamas understood that deep down they're trying to, to, to hasten the Geula, then I don't think Hamas will be very impressed with that. Well, because by the way, that, that's, we they, have, they, they we know that. Hamas there. knows that. Listen. Hamas knows that, by the way. There's a video which I put on my WhatsApp group uh, from an imam, I think in Australia, a very popular one, who says, you know, there's a bunch of anti-Zionist Jews and, you know, they march with us. And he says it's terrific. But no, at the end of the day, that they want to have, they want the end of Islam because they want the Messiah. Yes. Messiah. He said it very clearly. They know it. They're using them okay. as pawns. They don't love the Naturi card. They yeah, use them. Yeah, is using Hamas to try to get the base of Mikdash faster. I get it. It's not getting it faster. It's, getting, it's, it's slowing no, it down. No, 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 no. Can I say something? You go ahead. I, all I was saying you, all, they say you're slowing let me finish my point. Let me okay. finish. All I was saying is, all I was saying is, if the point of view of the Naturi Karta arises out of a shita, that's a vodazara, it means they're not Jewish. That's what I mean. I don't care how many Hasidim believe in that. If it's if it's a vodazara, they're not Jewish. Simple as that. Listen, as far as I'm concerned, they they may have Jewish parentage, but they are no longer. Listen, if somebody converts out of the faith, they're considered Jewish. But they're not really Jews if they're worshiping a different religion. You're to, allowed to renounce your Judaism. You, you can, can renounce you, your religious, Judaism. How luckily you can. But here's the, we had on the Satmar Gare who left Judaism a couple of weeks ago. And people sent me emails and they called the show and said he never was really Jewish. And, you know, his wedding, the blessings at the wedding were not valid. And I had on the rabbis, Rabbi Steinberg and Rabbi Olbaum, who said that they converted and he was Jewish. So from that point, from a biological point of view, he might be Jewish. But from a religious point of view... They're not Jewish. If they could be with our enemies and and help them and aid them and support them, I don't see how they could be Jewish, even though they may have biological biological Jewish parents. And I'm saying if their views are a voter's story, they're also not Jewish. So they're not Jewish twice. Hence, they're not Jewish. Yeah, but if you Hence, were, you could do okay. anything. You could burn them. You can burn them alive. That's what you can do, okay? And I would do that. You, you can't burn them alive. Okay. You need to have a court of law. Yes, yes, I, I, I would do that. Hold on, hold on. It seems to me like the caller is condoning Hamas's activity. He's literally saying that other Jews should be burned alive. 
something that I haven't heard anybody in the current character saying. I, I think you're taking a like the very position that you claim to be opposing. Listen, I, maybe, I, I meant that I would subject them to some kind of death penalty, okay? Within the Torah. That's what I meant. Yeah, but within the Torah, we don't have a Sanhedrin. If we did, Correct. I think things would be a lot simpler. And we would know who, who are real Jews or not. And you can't even kill a Moloch, you know, if we know we have a commandment to no, do but, so, but, we can't do think, that. But, but I, I think this is, this, is very, this is very scary. We have, we have a, a, a Jewish caller. I assume he's Jewish. I don't know. But a Jewish caller <laughs> who is advocating for other Jews to be put to death. And no, Zev, that's unacceptable. Zev, you're questioning whether they're Jewish. I'm saying they're not Jewish. They're not Jewish. Up a flag? How do you how do you lose your Jewish membership because you held a flag at a rally? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Said, that based on a law? You, hold on. What I said was is that they have biological parents that are Jewish, and even someone who converts outside the religion is considered Jewish, but they're not really Jewish in practice. They look like Jews, how but their practice is not conversion. How is holding a flag at a protest? Not holding a flag. By those that kiss Ahmadinejad and kiss the Iranian leadership and support and say Hamas is correct and they work with our enemies. And on Shabbos, by the way, how do you explain that the Naturi Karta on Shabbos participate in demonstrations very and where simple. microphones are used? Very simple. Very simple. Because we're in Gullis. And the Sultan sees that there's actors across 99% of Klai Yisrael as a result of October 7th. And he realizes that if 100% of, of, of Jews love each other, then he's, he's, on a, he's on a ticking clock. So he has to bring out the most triggersome reactions from all of us because he knows that this is the only way he can still hold on to his existence. It, to, to me, it makes a lot of sense that, you know, the Sultan has thousands of years of experience over us. That's Every Satan, single generation... Right? Every single generation, there were Jews who hated other Jews for all kinds of justifiable grievances, and, and it made a lot of sense. And the caller wants to bring up Abed Zara. I'm, I'm old enough. Well, young as well, I'm hold old on, enough hold on. Let, Jake time, Let Jake finish. Let Jake finish. I'm old enough to remember a time when people, when, uh, when people said the same about Lubavitch, when, when certain Gedolim actually said the same about Lubavitch at Abed Zara. And, and you know what? I stood up to, I was almost thrown out of yeshiva. I was in a litvish yeshiva. I was almost thrown out of yeshiva because the Rosh Hashiva said something like this. And I got up and I said, I'm sorry, but you can't talk like that about, about, about from Yidin. I don't care like, like how, how badly you, miss, you think they missed the mark. You cannot speak like that about other Yidin. And, and I was what warned that if I, if I do this again, I'm going to be kicked out of yeshiva. So Baruch Hashem, we're accepting every single Jew right now, no matter what their sheet is. I'm not comparing Chabad to Nitori Karta. I'm comparing people's reactions to Chabad then to people's reactions to Nitori Karta today. I'm not saying that Nitori Karta is right. I'm not saying they're wrong. I don't know their sheet is enough to be able to say either way. I'm not saying that I, I, I think that they're doing a good thing at these protests. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying the Sultan is very clever. He knows how to get Jews to hate other Jews. And one of the ways he does it is by getting us to just dismiss them and say they're not Jewish anymore. Therefore, we're allowed to hate them. Therefore, we're allowed to call for their deaths. And I think that we need to be a little bit more tuned into what's going on. I, it's it's regrettable that, Rabbi, that, that Rav Waiwai is not here right now. He'll, he'll um, be joining us again. Yeah. I think his phone got the okay. out, yeah. But he should be back with us, yes. But the point. What were the Hellenists subject to? What were the punishments of the Hellenists in the, in the times of the Maccabees? What were they supposed? What was their uh, punishment supposed to be? Listen, so we had an Great, we had what? we had resources back then. So we, I'm asking we're, you, we're what was their punishment? They were killed. Weren't they killed by the Maccabees? Weren't they slaughtered by the Maccabees? The Hellenists, along have, with the Greeks, you don't have. You, you can't go around killing people, Arya. You can't even, even if somebody knows there's a Moloch, you can't even kill them today. 
Look, I'm not saying what what what, what you could do legally. I'm saying what spiritually, what what's coming to them. That's what I'm talking about. Obviously, okay, I'm not going to go so, out and kill somebody. So okay, so that's that's up to Hashem, and if Hashem feels uh, you're wrong, then maybe He won't uh, kill them. Like, that's like, why are we discussing? Why yeah, are the, we? That's a, that, this is irrational. You know, nobody's going to kill it. Let the Israeli army kill the Hamasniks and the Turi Karta. We'll get to it. I'll talk, maybe they should be excommunicated um, from the community. Maybe they shouldn't be allowed to use the mikvahs to the shuls while they have this position. If Rabbi Kahani was banned, don't you think that the Turi Karta should be banned also as Jews, as, as pretending to be Jews? I mean, Rabbi Kahani was a great Jew, and he was banned from the state of Israel. Well, he was banned from. Now he wasn't banned from the state. Of, he was banned for running for the Knesset. Let's be correct, factually right. correct, uh, factually correct. Okay, 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 okay fine. And, yes. and if Nturi Karta were to run for the Knesset, I don't think they'd be allowed to run for Knesset. Not that they would even think about running for Knesset. But anyway, are you? Thank oh you. yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> anyway, thank you for your phone call. All right. we're, we're going to take a short break. We should be reestablishing contact with Rabbi Y. Y. Jacobson. We'll also take some more phone calls. Uh, as well, Deb, but Deb, Deb, yeah. Deb, Deb, real quick, I just want to jump in. I want to thank yeah. Arya for his call, and the whole the whole purpose of what we're doing is we're trying to to to, to get this very painful subject out there. We're trying to to make sense of this, and and I I, I appreciate his passion, I appreciate his insights, and I, I don't want him to to get off this call feeling that there was any kind of angst between us because I, I this is this is a very important, highly charged topic that that should be publicly debated. And discussed. Absolutely. Okay, we're taking a break. Jake Turks is with us, senior White House correspondent for Omni Magazine. He's also with Newsmax. We hope to establish Conway Rabbi Yyy Jacobson. There's some something that came up, so he might be delayed from joining us for a few minutes more. But we continue our conversation right after these messages. Please welcome the 110th mayor of the great city of New York, Mayor Eric Adams. One of my favorite radio shows. Always good speaking with you, Zev. Take care. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Are you interested in hosting your own radio show and podcast, or perhaps a TV program? TalkLine Network can help you get on the air from one hour weekly to 24 hours a day. Ideal for ethnic, foreign language, medical, business, and religious broadcasting. We also have full-time radio stations for lease, as well as FM HD channels. For more information, please call 212-769-1925. That's 212-769-1925. Or email zevbrenner at gmail.com. You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. And now, here's your host. And we're back. Jake Turks is with us, senior White House correspondent on the magazine. He can also correspondent for Newsmax. He has his fingers on the pulse. We're looking at Notori Carta, and we're taking some of your phone calls. We'll get to some of your email questions. Let's go to Alex in Brooklyn. Alex Joseph, right in Brooklyn. Go ahead. Yes. Hi, hi, Zev. Uh, I heard the conversation that actually I have the, have the same, uh, uh, you know, puzzling uh, questions like Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson. I just want to uh, state something that I actually witnessed myself a um, number of years ago. I was standing next to Rabbi Belsky, the Corona Libroca, the Tal, Israel Belsky, and somebody asked him the same exact question about this group. In my presence, I, I stood about, you know, three, maybe a yard away from him. And they asked, how can Jews relate to this group? You know, what they're doing, I think, at the time was they were close with Arafat or whatever, with PLO. 
and he said, uh, and that's his question, I quote, as the best of my abilities, probably a number of years, he said, well, this is a medical case. That's what he said. Me- that, uh, the mentally, un- mentally unstable, is that what you're saying? It's, he's saying it's a, med- a medical case. That's what he said. It's a medical case. It's a, like they, we can only shoot have Rachmanos on them. They, uh, they, 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 they have no idea what, they, what they're doing. And it's a medical case. They are sick. It's a sickness to, you know, of the mind, so to speak. That's what I heard. That's, that was his answer. Hello? Jake, you want to comment? What's there for me to say? Who am I? Who am I to go up? I mean, we're, we're, you're you're putting me against uh, up against uh, heavy hitter after heavy hitter. There, there's nothing that I can say to uh, to argue or disagree with Arbelsky. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. he, here's an email. At, at the same time, at the same time, I'm not a, a medical professional either to know uh, whether or not uh, every single one of them has some kind of a common ailment that they're suffering from. I, I, I'm just not qualified. You know, Andrew, I have an email here from Yossi. Yossi writes, don't most of the Turi Karta fall into the category of mentally ill? I know several of them, and they are completely dysfunctional and stable, living off welfare for the most part. Also, their children who are born into it are brainwashed from a young age with no fault of their own. So they fall into the category of a teenage initial. I mean, somebody who is uh, captured and doesn't really expose to Judaism. And uh, worries about I, I love think, and compassion. I, 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 yeah, no, I, I, feel, I feel living on welfare is borderline a cheap shot because how many of these people are employable? How many, how many uh, people in the from community would hire any of these people in any, for any kind of job? And what skills do they have outside the from community to get, to get hired for, for, for jobs outside the, uh, uh, our, our little bubble? So to say they're on welfare, yeah, that would make sense that they should be on welfare. How else are they uh, able to uh, support themselves? No, but the, but the point is, though, and, and really, I, as we're exploring, I want to hear more, shouldn't they be ostracized? Shouldn't they be excommunicated from the community? Um, I think it, it makes sense, you know, to look at that. Haven't they already been? Haven't they already been? When is the last time you saw one of them in, uh, davening by your minion? And the West Side, not, but other shuls they go to. They still go to shuls. Okay, so that has to do with those shuls. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not a member of any of those shuls. And even if I was, I don't think it would be my place to, to say anything. No, but even that, you know, it's even uh, selling to them in the stores or the mikvahs and the ritual areas, letting them in. Well, the, if somebody can go ahead and aid our enemies in such a way, um, I think it's something that should be looked at, right? I, you know, I wish, I wish we had uh, the Das Torah back here because right now, I feel like we're at a concert. The singer left, and all that's uh, all, all that remains is uh, the MC, which is you, and the janitor, which is me. So, like, we're having a nice conversation. We're having a lot of fun. But I, I would very much appreciate uh, Rev. Yy's insights into this. I, I think there was some sort of an emergency where he had to take care of somebody where he was at an event. So we will try to have him back. But but the truth is, let people. Talk about. It. I think it's important that we okay. Look at so it. let's go to more callers and more okay. emails. Okay, we're gonna let, let's go to another email over here too, and this is from Lakewood, New Jersey. I heard a story recently about Rabbi Amram Blau warmly welcoming the president of Israel, Zalman Shazar, into his shul for davening on Rosh Hashanah. There are many such stories showing of Amram's love for his fellow Jew, regardless of religious belief, without making it personal anyway. That may be true about Rabbi Amram Blau. And by the way, we did a story. I don't know if you covered it, Jake. But, you know, there was a story of Yosla Schumacher. Yosla Schumacher was a boy. His parents wanted to 
take him out from a religious lifestyle. His grandparents had him kidnapped. And the Mossad spent a period of time looking for him. And in fact, according to some reports, they missed out about capturing Joseph Mengele because they were busy looking for Yasser Schumacher. But be that as it may, they tracked it down to the wife of Rabbi Amram Blau, Ruth, who was a French convert uh, to Judaism. And they sort of, they pressured her, and they found him in Williamsburg, and they got him back to Israel. Um, and, and, and that's the story, and I, think he, I don't think he's religious today. But the point of the story was is that they pressured Ruth Blau to help them get Yasso Schumacher, which he did, and he was hiding in Williamsburg. But after she also did some other work for the Mossad, so the irony is, Rav Amon Blau's wife, he was against the state, and his wife was cooperating with the Mossad in other cases as well. There's a book that came out about it. I just found that an irony of history, uh, that the fact that the one who was so hostile against Israel, his wife you know, worked for the Mossad. But he was not in the same league as Naturi Karta of today. Naturi Karta, he, I, he never, to my, the best of my knowledge, he never protested with, with Palestinian haters of Israel, with Hamas, with Hezbollah, with any of these groups. And the fact is, though, is, is listen, if they want to hold the Palestinian flag, that's not the issue. The issue is, is that they're marching and telling uh, those people that to, from River to the Sea that we agree with you. But River to the Sea means the elimination of Israel. These people killed Israelis, killed Jews. They would do it again. Hamas will do it again. How could you stand with them? That's really what the issue is over here. And, and their, and their counter-argument would be, that Hamas is going to do it again. They're going to kill us every single opportunity they get. So let's do ourselves a favor and leave Eretz Yisrael so that we could, we could save ourselves. I'm not, I, I haven't said anything to condone or to condemn. I'm just trying to understand what my responsibility as a Yid is when it comes to loving Yidin. We're very good at loving Yidin, who we get along with and who we are very close with. And... I'm trying to understand what my responsibility here is. Um, when when Rabbi Y was here earlier, we were talking about the uh, the Alter Rebbe and someone who tried to kill him. And the Alter Rebbe said, "You still have to love him." And this is a a story that he himself had said over. So I'm trying to understand this. I'm not taking their side here. Uh, Zev, you have all kinds of people on your show. Sure. I. I've had Don't a Torah card on my would... show, too. I would put them on. I've had them on. I know. I... I know you would. I know you would. And these people, they love exposure. So I don't know why they wouldn't take you up on, on, on the offer. When they do take you up on, on this offer, then they will have the opportunity to defend their, their, their positions. I'm not here to defend their positions. And we had, we had Chaim C. Freiman, uh, who did represent her. He was on a few times on the show where he represented. And I think, you know, we spoke about the fact that some of the Tariq Harta got stoned to some of these Palestinian demonstrations in Israel. To them, a Jew is a Jew. They don't differentiate, even true. though it's good. And, and look, the way, the, the, the way I look at it is there are a lot of very, very good questions, a lot of very good, strong, emotional questions, passionate questions that people are asking. And... Well, however strong the question is, I wonder if they could all be answered with the same answer. Adarabah, v'tein bilibenu, shenir kalechad, ma'alas chavereinu. It starts off with Adarabah. Adarabah is a, a counterpoint. It's, you have a very strong point. And despite that, Adarabah, in spite of that, v'tein bilibenu, may it be the will of Hashem to instill within our hearts, shenir kalechad, that each and every one of us should see ma'alas chavereinu. Let's see the positive attributes 
of our fellow Jews. This is in our faces. We see this and it hurts us. And it is a very, very painful subject. And Zev, I, I appreciate this opportunity and the fact that you are opening up your platform for this dialogue. It is a very, very important um, conversation to have and a conversation that we've mostly been running away from because it's a very hurtful conversation. At the same time, we don't have the luxury of pretending that this is not a problem. And I think that we should we, we should try to be mature about it and, and have this conversation. Okay, we have a lot of people calling. Let's go to Moshe in Williamsburg. Moshe in Williamsburg, you have a question for our guest. Go ahead, please. Uh, yes, first of all, I've, I like the guest that he's looking at uh, in a way that you can really communicate to everybody. And he has Thank a question. He asked us the question, why did not on the show? I have also asked one of the guys, why are you stopping going on the show, Robert Bennett? He just told me, and he comes on the show and he said something. They just turn him off, make him on pause, and everybody should only hear what you have to say. That's absolutely why absolutely not show. true. And we've had Naturi Kart, we had Natrina, which is a group which is opposed to Zionism. They've come I'm on. Talk about Naturi Kart and not Natrina, that you just. Clancy Feynman was on. Firstly, Rabbi Yisroel Weiss, the only representative from the Turek Heart that ever came on the program is Chaim C. Feynman. And I, I asked him personally why he's not on the show. He, this was his answer. But he never was on he the show. He can't. Jake, the show, we, we let people speak. I if disagree you want to pull the the people off the show, why you should come to the phone show to hear what you have to say to him? Yes, to have that's a dialogue. That's what a dialogue is all about. He, he not only dialogue what the listeners have people to say. say not, not when only you talk and when he answers, you just put him on pause. No, 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 we should we should interrupt. That's absolutely not true. You don't know the nature of the program. But, Jake, go ahead. Okay, yeah. okay. No, no, no. Another thing. I'll, I'll, you're, listen, talking about, you're talking about uh, Mrs. Blow. Mrs. Blow, you're talking that she worked for the Moiset. She was the guy, actually, the, the family where she was was family with me. She was the lady that took him out from Israel. You're telling me that she works for the Moiset? Yes, uh, there's a book that came out. First of all, Yosla uh, Schumacher, she helped smuggle him to America, to Williamsburg. Uh, okay. But she helped the yeah, Mossad find him in Williamsburg, and she continued doing work for the, the Mossad. Mossad. She helped to take him out. She helped the Mossad <laughs> find him in Williamsburg. She, she did both. It's not uh, a state. She did both. So, Oh, she took him out, and then she, she went to the a year later, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she did both. Okay, <laughs> but, makes sense. Okay. I'm not sure, but, but okay. my, my understanding was that she wasn't married to him while she was working for the Mossad. Is, is no. that possible? Exactly, no, exactly. No, she, 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 was, she was married. No, she, she, but, exactly, but after, when she got married to him, she was a Volchi, and she, she, she didn't have nothing to do with them, but she was an agent, so she, she knew how to get him out from Israel. To America. This was the story. She was, in, no, she was involved in some, with the French on the ground. With some oh, no, French, no, no, hold on. Don't, I'm, don't, you, don't I'm telling you this story. Just fact. read the book. I read the book. And I had the person <laughs> who wrote the book on the air a couple of months ago. And then if you pick okay. it up, there's a book called Ruth. I think that's what it's called. Where he talks <laughs> okay. about the fact that, yes, she was involved with some intelligent matters. Nothing to do with the Mossad prior to the marriage of Amr To find him. To take him out of Israel. She got him out of Israel and got him to Williamsburg, as I said said before, and, then she, and went she helped get him out of the Mossad. She told the Mossad where he was located. Okay. That's historical. Okay. Anyway, thank you for your phone call. Okay, Mosh. Keep on. Tell Rabbi why she should come on the show. Okay. Let's go to Stan of Forest Hills. Go ahead. Stan, go ahead. Uh, you have a question or a comment? Stan, are you there? Okay. If he's not, Hello. Yeah, go Hello. Ahead. Yes, Stan, go ahead. Uh, excuse me, but I'm having difficulty trying to understand 
who's who hates who and who should love who. I'm having a difficulty. Can you explain this to me? <laughs> I'm, I find the whole conversation absurd, if not moronic. Uh, who should love who? We should love Hamas and uh, these people. Is that what's being said? No. If this, no. Well, what is being said here? Because so the whole reiterate. conversation sounds absurd to me. So but let me ahead. explain to you. In a clear term, there's a group, a small group, maybe there are a few hundred, maybe a thousand, very small group that okay. look like Hasidim. They dress the Hasidic okay. garb, and they go right. to every rally that's anti-Israel, including the is that, current... Is that in the States here or in Israel? Here in the States. In Israel, there's, okay, no, go there's no Hamas. I sure. hope there's no Hamas demonstration in Israel. It wouldn't last too long. Okay, but they go, they go here, and they're based in England. Uh, they have a chapter there, but they're most active in the United States. They've actually gone to Iran to a Holocaust denying conference, I believe it was 2004, 2006. Okay. They met with Ahmadinejad here. Even recently, before the Gaza conflict, they met with the Iranian delegation to the United Nations. They kissed them and loved them and say, okay. you know, they're right. I, so I, hold I, I, I stand. I've heard, you okay, want to ask the question. So, no, I, I got it. I figured it out already. Okay, uh, so the point, the question I, that we okay, have here is Rabbi Y.Y. Jagerson made a comment saying that he doesn't believe that these members in the Turicarta are Jewish. So people are saying, well, they could be wrong, but they're, they're still Jews because even if a Jew sins or converts out of the faith, he's still Jewish. He feels that they don't act Jewish, and certainly they may be biologically Jewish, but they're not acting Jewish. And that's the topic of a conversation because they okay, get a lot of publicity. Okay, I got it. I got it. And here's my response. What the hell is this journalist on with this, with this Chazarite? They, look, it's very simple. It, it's not, it doesn't take brain science, but maybe it does on this station. Uh, these people are not Jews. It's simple. They're dressing up. They're doing. They want to cause problems in the Jewish world. It's not that difficult to see. So you fight him. He fights you. They, as you just said, they're a minimal minority, and they want us to love the Hamas and this and that. Uh, that's garbage. I could use another word, okay. but I won't. But, but here's the, here's so the, the point there. is. Go ahead. The, the point is, is they're a small minority, but they're making a lot but, of damage because they, the Iranians can say and Hamas can say, we don't hate Jews. We love Jews. We love them. We kiss them. We kiss the Naturi Karta. We kiss Rabbi Weiss. We kiss some of the other members. We're not against Jews. We're against the Zionists. This is where they can get away with it in some of the area arena of public Well, relations. as you said, Zev, you've basically said they're a minority of a minority. But they're the minority nothing. can still do damage. They have a voice. they got a mouth. Exactly. They, and they have money. Okay. And, and we do you want to know how to stop them? You want to know how to stop them? It's, uh, it, it, if they're here and they're minority, let the Orthodox community stop them. Let them go in and do what they think they have to do. I mean, the law is not going to do anything. If they're such a... Uh, 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 pain in the ass, which is what they are, and they're causing problems. So what should what they do? The, what should the Orthodox do, Stanley? What should they do? Well, that's that's up to them. Obviously, uh, they're what, not what, who what, they what say you, they what, are. What do you recommend? Stan, Stan, you seem you, you seem to have a lot of passion about a group of people who it, apparently you didn't I know. I don't know who the hell they are. They're nobody. Look, sir, they're nobody. Hold on, let Stan, let, let Jake respond to you. I'll let I you Go Stan, ahead, Stan, 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 I love the passion. I love the fire that Enough you bring with the passion. Enough with the passion line, please. Hold on. Go Don't ahead. tell him how to behave. Just Stanley, I'm surprised no, at you. You're, the you're becoming guy. a dictator. You're the guy. Stan, it's your passion. <laughs> you, don't do, you don't do this on ABC passion. Radio when you call into the shows there. What? 
I said, you don't act with that tone when you're calling the just on WABC radio. Oh, I hear you some of the calls. Passion calling. routine. Just get to the point. Uh, I hear that hundredth of passion. Go ahead. I let, let, the, the, let the man thing. speak. Go ahead, Stan. Go ahead, uh, Jake. <laughs> so, um, as an Orthodox Jew, I want to know what you recommend uh, I do to them because you're saying that so I haven't figured it out. Do you think the Orthodox figured it out? I haven't figured it out. Tell me what you believe I should do to them. Really? What they can do? They're pretending that they're Jews. They're pretending that, and they're making problems for the community. Other than uh, uh, saying you don't do this, what are you going? How are you going to stop these people? What are you going to shoot them, kill them? You're not going to do that. I mean, uh, where do you expect to do? Who says we're able to stop every inconvenience and every painful uh, thing? Exactly. That's exactly the point. That's I agree. You can't. So you. By the way, if what Zev is correct, it probably is. Well, yeah. you don't want to know what I would do, but that, that I would ignore them. To okay. the anyway, Let me ask you, Stan, Stan, do you, do you love the state of Israel? So he's going to respond to you in, in just a moment. Um, but let me just say this. I'm going to get to some other calls. Let's just do 30 seconds. Which I think we did we lose Stan. Um, we might have lost Stan. Okay. Uh, we'll take another call. Is that Izzy in Lakewood? Go ahead. Izzy in Lakewood. Go ahead. Yes, you have a question. <laughs> There's a known saying, Joseph writes, that Meshugalos, whatever, they are crazy about this matter. Yes, they are crazy about this matter. David writes, I know several people who are deeply committed to the Turi Kart and are men and women of great honor and love and respect. They have large families. They're not on welfare. They're completely functional in our society and are extremely kind and generous to their fellow Jews. In a million years, would they, have nothing, would they have anything to do with Muslim murderers? You are picking on a small group within a small group who are religious, fanatics, and mentally dysfunctional. The vast majority of them do not fall into that category. Well, thank I, you, thank you, thank you. By the way, we see about a half dozen of them at protests. Maybe sometimes you'll see a couple more, but th- there are thousands of people who um, either either are official members of the Torah character or are part of splinter groups. And if they're individuals who are behaving in a shameful way, then perhaps we should call out those individuals. But to say an entire group of people that, at the very least, we're talking about hundreds of people, according to some thousands of people, to just dismiss all of them is not really addressing the issue. To just to say they're not Jews just sweeps it under the rug and makes it harder for us to ever find any kind of common ground and to try to maybe influence them or whatever it is that we're able to do. I'm not pretending like I have any of the answers, but th- th- this is a, a very troubling situation that needs to be addressed rather than um, just shoved aside. You know, I will. I did invite, but it was last minute, and I, he calls us from time to time, and we do have him on the show. Rabbi Moshe Aryeh Friedman, who from Vienna, brought the Naturi Carter to the Holocaust Denying Conference they had in Iran in, in the early 2000s. And we had him on the program, and we actually got him to renounce Hamas, Hezbollah, PLO, all these terrorist groups, and eventually got him to denounce Iran. So he was somebody who we converted to be a Zion. I actually called the consulate, got him into Israel, so he shouldn't be arrested when he went there. Um, so it is possible to reach out to them, but the problem is those leadership that are inspiring and, and brainwashing their younger kids, maybe there should be a way of, of ostracizing. They shouldn't have all the benefits of being part of the Jewish community. Zev, 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 there, are, there isn't a more ostracized group that I could think of in Kali Israel right now than, than Tori Karta and Leif Tahar, which is also 
they they're kind of aligned when it comes to uh, the state of Israel anyway. So you can lump them all in together. They're already uh, ostracized. They're marginalized. They're despised. That that hasn't worked up until this point. But let me give you a scenario, okay? And let let me hear how uh, how naive this is. But but this is what I'm saying is purely emotional. This is not um, this is not coming from from the brain. It's coming from the heart. What if our responsibility is to just love them and love them and love them and to try to be makar of them, even though we know that nothing we're going to say is going to change their point of view, okay? And then let's suppose that the Arabs uh, come to the realization that, wait a second, uh, these Nuturkarta people seem to be very, very cozy with the other Zionist Jews. The other Zionist, pro-Zionist Jews seem to love these Nuturkarta people. Maybe these Nuturkarta people are, uh, maybe they're Zionist plants. I don't know. Maybe these, mm. maybe these Nuturkarta people are, are not to be trusted. Maybe they're going to distance themselves. And maybe the fact that, that the Arabs feel so comfortable um, uh, uh, being close to these uh, Nuturkarta individuals is because we have sinned by uh, casting them aside. Maybe we should uh, be proactive in loving them. Maybe, we, maybe it's our job to just do our job. And not worry about the consequences. Yeah, but when you're dealing with people who are out to help people just kill family members, I mean, almost everybody in Israel has a family member killed by these people. How could you love them? They should be ostracized. Here's what one of our listeners writing in. He writes, the Shimon writes, I got to chime in. No answers. There are answers. It is called, do not let them any of our mostos, shuls, businesses. Anyone within the Jewish community doing business with the NK gets boycotted, period. Take away money and watch how fast they get diminished. It might not be 100%, but even 90% will be And by the way, um, they've gotten money from, my, from Iran, from the Palestinians. When they raided Yasser Arafat's headquarters, Ramallah, they found checks made out to Rabbi Moshe Hirsch. They also trafficked in, in Yemen. They went under PLO passports and traded art scroll books for manuscripts, which they traded for $1,000 in the West. They've gotten money Thank from you. Iran. Thank you, Zev. Zev, yeah. perfect. This, this further solidifies my, my hypothesis that the more we try to distance ourselves from them, the more we're pushing them to rely on Iran, on the PA. And if, if this is the only way they can live is by accepting money from those kinds of people, what do you expect from them? We push them aside, right? I'm not saying I'm not saying this is an easy position. I, I understand how unpopular it is, but every single mitzvah has aspects that are difficult, and this is a very very difficult mitzvah. That I, I haven't heard a very clear argument why this is a mitzvah that that we are uh, supposed to uh, dismiss. You know, it, it's a tough thing. I I just don't think you can you can love them. Listen. I don't agree with the position one of a calls before that how well we should deal with them in a physical manner. That's wrong. But maybe they should be, like I said, um, you know, ostracized. It's like the, the listener writes, excommunicate them. Hamas knows what's going on. They monitor what's happening in the Jewish community. You don't think that they have intelligence, and Iran monitors also what what takes place. But let's let's take one or okay, two. Okay, so what do you think? What do you what do you think Hamas's reaction would be if suddenly we all become very close with them and and we, we invite them to our simchas and we invite them to our when, shows? When, Hamas when, is monitoring when, every move. Don't you think Hamas will get suspicious of might, that? No, they wouldn't. Do you think they, Hamas they, would decide to, to to maybe distance themselves no, from that? That, from, that, from, that wouldn't work. But let's take one or two from. Let's I don't go. know. It's never been tried. I'm not saying we should try it. I'm just throwing out this. this Listen, if you can convert. 
want them to, to, to have perspective change, perspective, that would be great, but some of them may be far gone. Let's go to Izzy in Lakewood, New Jersey. Go ahead, Izzy in Lakewood, your question or comment. Go ahead, Izzy. Hi, Zach. How are you? Good. Shavuato. Do you What do you think, practically speaking, they do or don't do? I mean, they make a lot of noise. But let's talk practical. Do we have anything practical that we know that they change in any way, shape, or form? I mean, have they changed anybody? Listen, when they go, they also went to Louis Farrakhan. I have a tape which I played on the air. No, we know what they do. We know we disagree. It's silly. Maybe they have the sheet of others, but they actually do things that people don't do. But what, what I want to know, practically speaking, what do you think changes because of that? I mean, we're spending time on this. What changed because, because of them? What? They've gone to the United Nations and they've helped. Uh, with, listen, the United Nations is an anti-Semitic body. They've had documents which they've helped bring over to the NGOs. When you meet with Hamas and you meet with um, the Iranians, it's just a terrible they give them They give them aid. It's a terrible thing, and it, and it bothers people because you see it. But where's, where's I don't know if we know anything practical, or we just bothers us. It's not bad. They they actually give aid to our enemies. You can't be clearer than that. They what help do, when them. When you say aid, aid is tangible. Aid is tangible. Aid is tangible. It, there's a, there are two wars going on. You have a war where they're killing Jews, and there's a battle Israel is doing to eradicate Hamas. There's also a battle of public opinion around the world where the world has turned against Israel and against Jews. The anti-Semitism is at unprecedented levels. And what they're doing is is helping the anti-Semites justify what they're doing by saying we're not anti-Jewish, we're anti-Zionist, and therefore it's okay. Ceasefire. No, we're that, all these we know, and we disagree with that. But that's what they're doing. They're, but by their marching and participating, speaking, that's exactly what they're doing. Right, but practically speaking, is if there's even anything that they're actually doing. Right. I, I just told you, they're, they're actually meeting and helping these people. If you give support to people who are killing us, they're not taking a gun and shooting people. Notorikaj is not doing that. But they're helping those with the guns in their effort to kill Jews. I, I helping can't, I can't, means I, that they're helping. The question they're helping is them, they're helping. Giving them, giving them support. If I say, hey, I applaud what you're doing, go ahead, whatever you're doing. So they it don't have to pull the gun. It probably won't help. It probably won't do anything. probably won't change anything. It changes public opinion when they say people are confused. The oh, people, when they see the Naturi Carta and the marching people, and demonstrating. The people are confused. These college kids who don't even know what these words correct, mean. Correct. And when they see Naturi Carta getting involved and they're seeing Hasidic-looking Jews that are anti-Israel holding signs and demonstrating and being involved with that and marching with the palace. And, and by the way, there are videos of the Naturi Carta addressing thousands of protesters and, and, and speaking to them and giving them support and, they, and makes them feel good. You know, hey, we're not anti-Jewish. Look, the Jews are on our side. That's the danger. Zev, anyway, yes, Zev, go ahead, Jake. Zev, yes. when, when mainstream forum people look at what Naturi Carta is doing, we get the sense that they're hijacking our Torah for their political aims. When Natori Karta looks at what, the, what, what Israel's doing, they claim to feel that Israel is misappropriating Yiddishkeit to further their political agendas. So, in a sense, the, the passion that's being brought out of us has a lot of common ground with the passion that the state of Israel is eliciting from them. So, I don't think we're all that different. Not that I'm saying that this common ground is what's going to bring us together, but I'm saying like maybe we should take a deep look at ourselves and and try to make sense of what what it is that's triggering us so much to the point that the callers on this program are calling 
publicly for them to be murdered, for them to be burned alive. People calling in from Jews, apparently, or calling in to have other Jews be treated the way Hamas has been treating Jews because they don't like that those totally Jews... Totally unacceptable. So, and I'm not... Right? But 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 that's... I'm, I'm not here to, to criticize those callers. I'm here to try to make sense of why we feel this way and to try to encourage us to have a, a, a deep, honest, sincere look at ourselves and, and to try to understand why we have this kind of reaction to them. And let's, let's squeeze in one or two more phone calls. We're almost out of time. So let's go to Yaakov in Williamsburg. Yaakov in Williamsburg, go ahead. Your question or comment. Go oh, ahead, I've been yeah, I've been living here in Williamsburg for you know, about 30, 40 years. There's a guy here. Um, one time I saw him, he, 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 I didn't believe him. He was in Torah concert, so I went out to his car, and he got a little Palestinian flag and started waving around. But I just want to tell you, the same guy, you know what he does? He gives he he's the head of a of a of a Hashkama minion. Shabbos morning every Shabbos morning, you know about six o'clock when the uh, uh, Watikin minion, he he sponsors the, the minion, and he gives a kiddush afterwards. And he's a he's a really nice guy. And even though he knows I disagree with him, he's very friendly. I, and this every week he has a Hashkama a Watikin minion, and the. No, I hear. I guess I guess that explains how. I guess that explains how they have so much time on Shabbos afternoon to go protest because they already got the davening and kiddush out of the way early. Hello. So they have the rest of the day open to them. Hello, hello. Hey, thank you for your phone call. Let's go to Deborah. Almost out of time. Let's go to Deborah in Newark, New Jersey. Deborah in Newark, you have a question or a comment for our guest. Go ahead, Deborah. Uh, yes, yes, I do. Uh, this whole uh, segment is, is leaving me breathless uh, because the, the premise is, is so profoundly. Flawed, uh, and instead of, and I think you've done you've done yeoman service in trying to wrestle with uh, the application of we're, we're to love those who hate on us, uh, rather like loving on that snake who tells us he's a snake and then bites us and kills us. <laughs> but listen, here's why I'm really calling. I would like to have uh, the editor of the Jerusalem Post back on the program again. Uh, Avi Meyer, because when he was on in early November, he said something really important. He spoke of college students in the United States who uh, were uh, who were Jews and protesting uh, the 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 war. And and there's a photo in in of, of one of the protests of a of a student wearing a kippah, and a pinned on it, it says "Free Palestine." And this is what Abby Meyer wrote, and which is why I'd like to have him back on to address the question, should we be loving this, this group of snakes that'll bite us to kill us? Uh, this is what he wrote. While they may be, meaning, meaning the students with uh, kippahs with the free Palestine pinned on it, while they may still technically be Jewish due to their parentage or conversion, while they may lead superficially Jewish lives, we can no longer consider them part of Klaal Yisrael. Well, I'll let Jay respond because we're almost out of time. I'll make, try to squeeze in just one more phone call, but go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what the question exactly is here. What, what am I supposed to be saying to this? Well, I don't really know if there's much to be said, but I would like to have Avi Meyer on to respond okay, to well, the... Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll also scheduled... Um, we'll also scheduled... 
uh, to have on the Jerusalem report, which is affiliated with the Jerusalem Post. But thank you for your phone call. Okay, we're almost out of time, so we're going to get to our next segment. But as you see, there's a lot of passion, Jake, right? Of course, and I, I appreciate it. I welcome it. And I think that more people should uh, should have these kinds of conversations. Um, maybe go easy on the calling for people to be burnt alive. Absolutely. The rest, of the, the rest of it, I think, we, sh- we should have these kinds of conversations. But, but we, should also, we should also have internal conversations within ourselves. Very true. You know, you know, you know Rev Wise is, is very um, out there for saying that when we hate someone, it really destroys us more than it destroys anybody else, and that it is, it is really our problem when we hate someone, and that, that, that we should uh, try to be um, in tune with our own feelings. So I, I'm not uh, quoting him here. I wish he was still here so that he could help us understand this better. And uh, I'm sure we'll continue this conversation. I want to thank you, Jake, for being with us. I hope us. we're not. You know what? I hope we're not going to have to continue this conversation. I really hope that that this 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 very painful, sorrow sorrowful uh, saga um, stops being uh, stops stops uh, existing as a problem for us. Not that I'm calling for anybody, <laughs> not that I'm taking a page out of some of the callers' uh, suggestions there, but uh, but I'm saying let's hopefully all have the the, the clarity of mind. To, uh, to to know what's really expected of us, and to be able to navigate uh, what remains of this gullus in a productive, healthy, uh, and uh, loving manner. Listen, we hope this whole conflict ends in uh, in Israel with no more lives lost, and that would, I think, calm things down. But as long as this war is going on, I think uh, we have no choice but to clamp down anybody that's that's hurting Jews and killing having hating enemies that are killing Jews. These are butchers of Jews. And you can't, I can't see any reason why standing together with them, let alone kissing them. And I don't think they would, I don't think they would disagree with you about Hamas. I don't think they would uh, uh, categorize that as, as anything other than that. Uh, well, I don't know. They don't, and, they don't categorize if, Hamas. And if, there, and if there are a handful of people who, who go out and they uh, have a public display of huggy kissy with Hamas, then maybe they should be called out individually. But not to lump in thousands of people or, or even hundreds of people and not to question their Judaism just because they have very, very uh, painful and hard to comprehend outlooks in life. I, I don't think it works that way. I don't think the, the idea, again, we, we've come so, so close to loving all kinds of Jews. You know, when, Zev, do you remember a time when, when, when uh, people didn't love Bali Chuva? Zev, do you remember a time when people didn't love their own disabled children? You when, know, when disabled children were kept in closets? Do you remember that, Eric? Because I've only I, heard I about do. it. But by the way, we're closing out. There's a difference, Jake. And the difference is, is that we may have different, we don't want to talk about this. I may not like about Chuva or somebody else, which is wrong. But here we're talking about people who are helping people who killing us. They're killing. There's yes, a very yes. big difference between yes, somebody the like Sultan, that. The Sultan threw us a real curveball here, okay. didn't he? And it was a he challenge really that we have. Messed, he really messed with us this time, didn't he? Jake, we're uh, unfortunately out of time. I want to thank you for joining us. Jake Turks is with Omni Thanks Magazine, you, Senior White House Correspondent, Newsmax. Thank you for being here with us. Hi, this is David Gabay, and you're listening to The Zev Brenner Show. Thank you for tuning in to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast. The pulse beat of the Jewish community. For continuous Jewish programs, hawklinenetwork.com or our 24 hour a day listen line at 641 741 0389. 
For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms, or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to thechalklinenetwork.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.